Teachers don't get paid that much. He was the, um, the world champion for pole dancing in the male category. Welcome back to another episode of Captain Bagrat Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, but you know, someone's got to do it. As always, we are recording from downtown Chinatown. Today, we welcome Shaza. Hello. <laughs> hey, Sharon. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Sharon. But I like to call you Shazza. <laughs> yeah, you guys can call me Shazza. It's a very Australian nickname, isn't it? Yes, Changing it is. from Sharon to Shazza. It's like Shazam, Shazza. Shazza. Oh, really? Excellent. Mm. Shazam, as in the app? Shazam? Yeah. Is it still around? I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just what I thought about. Yep. <laughs> uh, but today we're not here to talk about sh- uh, Shazam with Shazza. Nope. We're here to talk about <laughs> dreams and plan Bs. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not what it sounds. <laughs> no, so plan B is a not plan B of you know uh, uh, taking uh, the pill yes, to avoid no. pregnancy. No. no, we're staying away from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> we're talking about you know your overall dreams when you were mm-hmm. a child, and then now these days, and mm-hmm. also what if you can't achieve your dreams? What are your alternatives? Plan Bs. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. All right, Shaka. <laughs> Okay, so as interesting as my name sounds, I, when I was a child, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be like a primary school teacher because um, they would always, like at least my teachers always gave out lollies, um, had heaps of school holidays, work hours were just like nine till three. Those are the works. Yeah, really fun Mm. and chill people. So that was my dream. And, and and was this a number of teachers or just one particular teacher who left quite a impression? Mm. I think there was one teacher who kept, like, bringing toys to class <laughs> and giving out, like, gummy lollies. Aww. I think it was him. Yeah, I really liked him. I, uh, we called him Mr. T. Aww. He was he was a really good teacher. I think I pissed him off once. But um, <laughs> aside from that, yeah, he would have been my biggest influence. Oh, and what did he teach? Um, primary school, so everything. Oh, so everything, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Not like high school where they divide no. into classes like social science and art and music and sport and etc. No, that kind of limits down a person, I feel like, in terms mm. of how the student sees the teacher because um, how I see my teachers in high school, I'm like, oh, they're specialised in their field or like you don't discover as much about their personality outside mm. of what they teach as much. Mm, completely yeah. agree. A teacher. Mm. That's very admirable, you know? Aww. Australian teachers don't get paid a lot. No. Or get much <laughs> recognition. However, mm. I think in other countries such as Finland, who's, uh, I think they're the number one educators in the world. Oh. Yeah, so their teachers are well regarded and well paid and the education system, I think it's it's number one. I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then also I think in Asian countries as well, um, teachers are quite well regarded yeah definitely things are changing a little bit i think in china but i'm not too sure we need to fact check that one mm, but being a teacher in china is tough as well yeah so much competition and then also a lot of parents expectations you know every yeah. every every parent want their child to be a prodigy in something and so if that doesn't happen apparently it's the teacher's fault yeah like they take all the responsibility That's and i right. feel like from the student's point of view they don't they have it really hard, like in that middle mm. ground where they can't really appease to e either yeah. side. Because um, I actually studied one year in China. And oh, it was wow. The language not, itself? Or? No, like yeah. um, 
primary school, so year oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Um, my parents moved back to work for a year or so. Um, so I studied in Shanghai. What a beautiful in city. A, <laughs> yeah, in a private school. It was really intense. I woke up at 6 a.m. every day. And did you have like um, time slots? Like yeah. 6 a.m. you had to do maths or something like that. Oh, no, it wouldn't start at 6, but like oh. around, I think, 8 or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I was quite young. Yeah. But I still remember very clearly it was just so intense. And first day um, back from like school ever, yeah. the first day, we had homework to just copy out characters. Okay. But it was just so um, much. There was so much work that my mom had to help me write it because I was struggling till like <laughs> midnight, almost midnight. And then she wrote it with her left hand to make it seem like, you know, oh, it was me. But sweet. the teacher found out. <gasps> she came and talked to us. I was like, she wrote down on my homework um, booklet and was like, please, parents, don't do your child's homework for them. <laughs> well, they said it's so difficult for yeah. a child to fail. <laughs> no oh parent God. wants to see their child fail. Yeah, yeah. like, hmm. So very interesting system, but yeah. I, they definitely do have a lot more respect, I think, in terms of um, yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. It's there's actually less, such an important yeah. role. That's right. And there's less of a talkback mm. um, environment. So the students would listen mm. to every single word the teacher has to say, which means the teacher has a lot of influence. So, mm. um, Did you ever go to school in um, anywhere else other than... Um, I... I no, not my formal education. It's all been in Australia. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I went to an art class when I was living in China as well. Oh yeah, how was that? Um, we just drew a lot of stuff and <laughs> high easy. efficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did all the fun stuff, I suppose. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad it was a positive experience. It was a positive experience, but if, I think if I actually entered into the formal education system from you know primary school. I probably would have suffered quite a bit as well. Yeah. I'm more mm. of a creative person. Mm. I can tell. Yeah. Did, yeah. Do you remember what your uh, daily cra- uh, daily routine were? In China? In China? Just to bring back some, you know, maybe good and not so good memories. Yeah, I have a couple of good memories, though. I think I disregarded the bad ones. <laughs> but for me, like, um, school was pretty fun because mm. I went to a private school. Um, they actually cared a lot about investing, like, different... Um, parts of extracurricular into our, mm. our syllabus or curriculum or day. So we had calligraphy classes and um, even ceramics and wow. I think one day for like fan which is like ball pits and things like that. So I remembered all the good aspects, but I also do remember like um, one interesting thing about Chinese education is that you have like a homeroom teacher and then since, like, starting from primary school, you have different subject teachers mm. and they all have different work for you and everything, but the student stays in the classroom and the teachers go around oh, instead of, okay. like, over here in high school. Like, we move the whole class. Oh, okay. But then, yeah, like, they just move the teacher around. Which is, which is more efficient, but then, yeah. the, but then children don't get to get up and exercise, have a bit of a break, mm. and, you know, go on to their next class. Yeah. Yeah, I see some positives and, you know, some cons from here as well. Oh, and we would always mm. start the day with, like, um, chi tao. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. To get oh the blood gosh. going. Like the whole school, I swear, I think, yeah. from memory, yeah. You would like raise the flag and sing the song, yeah. which I don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, but, well. Yeah, so start the day with that. And then, um, oh, we also had like lunchtime nap times. 
Okay. So, um, Wu Shui, and then yeah. I think afterwards, um, we also did the Yan Bao Jian Cao, like yeah. eye oh, exercise. Yeah, things. yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and school teachers had a lot of responsibilities. Like, they had to mm. come and check that our nails were trimmed properly as well, which... Which is about cleanliness, right? So you yeah. don't want um, you know, dirt collecting underneath it mm. and making sure it's nicely trimmed so you don't scratch yourself. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. But That's right. Just, I, mean, you I think over teased. here you don't really think about that as like a teacher's duty or a... Yeah, like, here they try to, I guess in the Western culture, they're trying to make sure that children can make their own decisions mm. and more um, you know, street smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there it's more like... Make sure you are doing things correctly. Mm. Yeah. And being pampered and almost like um, being controlled. Mm. In, a way. in a way. In a way. Yeah. Like you had very mm. um, strict kind of timetables mm. and mm. places and right. how you do things. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Time is very essential and valuable mm. over there. Yeah. But obviously, the teacher that inspired you was from the Western. Culture, yeah, right? education. <laughs> he kept giving lollies, and it was great. And all the kids loved him. Yeah. So that's also what um drew me to that position because I was like, he seems so happy, like he's doing yeah. so much good. Everyone loves him. And I was like, I want to be that. And your teeth seems fine. So after oh, consuming thanks. all those lollies, they haven't rotted at all. Oh, I've had a lot of feelings. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you? You've had a lot of feelings. Was it predominantly due to him? Oh no, I think it was. That was just probably me. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> Nothing serious. No. And has that changed? Do you still want to be a teacher? Um, it has changed over the years. Okay. So, yeah, I think. <laughs> how? How did you just one day realize? Well, becoming a teacher because they don't get paid as much, or becoming a teacher is something that you might look into the future later on when mm. you specialize in something. Mm. So I think there were a few factors. Mm -hmm. um, so throughout high school, there was obviously the teachers don't get paid that much. Yeah. <laughs> and also I saw the kind of more hardships of teachers in the high schools dealing mm. with adolescent children. <laughs> Guilty. Or don't be all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I were saw... You one of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> really made me kind of see oh teachers don't always have it easy mm. um and then afterwards when I was in university um I decided to go for a few like I guess tutoring or um helping out I actually used to work for um this company that did workshops for mm. kids um through like building lego and stuff Okay. Like, yeah, there mm. were fun workshops, but I realized that at one point, like three days in a row, seeing just kids, I was like, it was not. <laughs> How old were these kids? <laughs> oh, they were like, I think kindy to year six. Okay. So, yeah. So, you I, realized from both ends, like the, the secondary mm. and the primary um, teaching field is probably not exactly where you uh, yeah. expected. No, I, it was much more draining than I thought. Yes, because you're trying to keep an eye on, on a whole group of people, making sure mm. they're all trying to do the activity that you're trying yeah. to teach them. And you got to try to help them keep an open mind, mm. but at the same time, you're just like, you literally just need to do this. <laughs> you have a lot of patience, I think. <laughs> oh, but then it's so hard. It's really tiring. Yeah. And they can start crying, and you're like, why? Why and then they get nosebleeds, and you're like, <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mm. remember um, mm. 
in my high school, yeah. some of the kids were real rebels. And they they gave our teachers uh, a heck of a time. What kind of what, what kind of high school did you go to? Ah, uh, I'm not gonna say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the kind of high school where um, you know they let you be you and, and okay. also it also depends like an on open environment. Open covered as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, and also. It was the kind of environment where you know I think I think adolescents can smell fear and can smell the weak the weaker teachers so they pick on the weaker teachers. Oof. Yeah, so I remember this one particular teacher. She kept on getting picked on by the boys and the, the bad boys and bad girls. You know the popular mm. ones. And um, <clears throat> and I think one of them accidentally shot her in the leg with a skewer. So they were playing with some sort of contraption that they built in some other woodwork shop or some other. I know technical course, and no. uh, next thing I heard was uh, this particular teacher was crying, and she had a wooden skewer in her leg. That's pretty traumatic, hey? Yeah. Well, mm. you, were you there for the whole? I wasn't there for oh. for the trauma in oh, that class. Be luckily like heard about it. Yeah. That's it's spread pretty quick. Pretty. <laughs> That's pretty nasty, right? Yeah. Pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna share like a more funny story. Oh, go for it. It doesn't have to be like. <laughs> That was not your childhood dream. <laughs> yeah, but did you know? No. That's the last no. thing. I think mm. it's also put me off to having children because I'm like, wow, what if my child turns out oh. like that? <laughs> I'll be so sort of ashamed. True. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes down to the parent mm. and how you bring them up, but it is a big responsibility. That's right. To look after a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's right to, to pop it out and then look after kids yeah. and, then when, and then when you're not in contact uh, with the child especially mm. during school time you don't know what they're doing who they're being influenced mm. like you want them to have their own life but at the same time you want to overlook their life that's right that's right yeah so tell me about the funny story then <laughs> let's go on to something a little more lighthearted. yeah um, I had a uh, maths teacher in high school yeah I'll call him Mr. M Okay. Yeah. Mr. Man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, I went to an all-girls high school, um, so which meant that a couple of male teachers were more popular. I never went there, but you know. Okay, like, I see. Yeah. Yes. I can see the how school. they, you know, that happens. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, so there was one male teacher who was popular, but um, wait, this has nothing to do with his popularity. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways. So um, my friend was, um, one of my friends was sitting in class and um, she was looking at the classroom clock and it was, um, it had stopped. So she put up her hand she was like, hey, Mr. M, your clock is broken. <laughs> like, <laughs> like complete just, mm, she, yeah, she was meant to say your clock is broken, but she accidentally said, like, your clock is broken and that's traumatized me a little bit because like from a student's perspective it's yeah. hilarious yeah. but then as a teacher I was like imagine if that happened to me I don't know what I would do how can you put, put on a straight face right yeah. how, how, did, how did the class react and then the class just burst out laughing and then he went red oh he no just, oh. oh yeah was I'm, he okay afterwards I hope so there were always there were also rumours that he was gay oh like, no Kids are awful, but like they? we still loved him. But okay. it was just like even if a student can like you, like it's so scary because like so many things can just spread, and you're like, oh my god. 
But yeah. <laughs> um, that's not the only incident because I remember one of yeah. my classes. Um, I think it was English class, and we had to read a particular novel, and we all had to read extracts of oh, particular yeah. uh, segments. Obviously, the teacher wanted us to read it and analyze and go, what what is the real meaning behind it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this particular guy was reading the passage, and the word had beast in it. Mm. And he must have been so fixated on something else, he said, breast. <laughs> Oh no! So it's like the same situation. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how I would have reacted as a teacher. I feel like you would pull it off pretty well. You just laugh about it. Yeah. Well, being a girl by saying that, oh, I think true. I would have laughed. But it was a guy saying it, oh. so I think the whole class just laughed. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. these like mispronunciations of words and just uh, silly mistakes. Because I think. But we're probably under a lot of pressure. It's like, oh, my God, I have to read to the whole class and I'm really nervous and mm. you know, words, the letters suddenly change and new yeah. letter pops in. <laughs> and before you know what you've said it and you're like, ah! Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just go along with it. Oh well, so take my face some more time. <laughs> Replace every <laughs> every word with this with, with, with an R, just so that everyone knows my own point dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, so that kind of put me off. Off, okay. Being a teacher, that and like talking about mm. pay and everything as well. At the time I didn't have too much of a concept of money. Yeah. But it just didn't seem like a profession where everyone was like, "Oh wow, like I want to do this." Yeah. The practicalities hit hits you when once you grow up and yeah. you learn about <clears throat> the value of money and then all the different occupations and what it's mm. actually involved in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what's the new? What's the new dream? <laughs> what's the new dream? Um I actually only found this out like a day or two ago. Really? Yeah, I was talking to my boyfriend because I was feeling really lost and he's just like, is there anything that you like or can do? (laughs) (laughs) Which made it really depressing. Oh, wow. Um, Was he very direct and cold? Oh, no, no, no. He was a lot more like soft and gentle. Okay, all right. But I just said it in a way. But um, (laughs) yeah, so... I thought about it and I really like organizing things and I love talking to people. Mm. Um, and I think potentially um, in the future, something like event management, mm-hmm. hotel management mm-hmm. or like wedding planning mm-hmm. is something that I could pursue because okay. it kind of combines those two together. Yes. I can organize things and I can talk to people. I get the most reward when I help someone out. Do so. you like to throw away other people's junk? It could be like uh, the Mary Kondo, <laughs> ah, the Japanese I sensation. Love organizing things, but <laughs> not to let's that just level. say my room is not <laughs> spotless. <laughs> okay, you're not that much of an organizer. No, no, okay. no, no. I prefer to organize like events, something that mm. um can cause a reaction out of someone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a movement. Yeah, like, um, for example, planning, like, like a wedding, mm-hmm. there is, like, a specific even deadline and you work towards, like, a bigger goal to create a kind of more mood or atmosphere okay. or even planning for um, other events, like, I don't know, annual ball or something. Oh, right, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I see. So, mm. you have, so, I guess you can work for, like, um, 
uh, NGOs, take uh, mm. non not for profits. Mm. So not for profits would hold a lot of these events, gala events, and other small fundraising events as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to make an impact and to try and get awareness. Yeah, I've thought about NGOs. Mm. But I haven't looked into it too far. Okay. Because I've been recently thinking about, I think I've talked to you before about yes. um, wanting to go to the States. Yes, um, that's right. Yeah, and I was thinking what better than to the hospitality, like, um, capital, mm. Las Vegas, yeah, <laughs> to study and, Vegas. like, potentially find a job because that's, like, the peak of hospitality that, in, that a, would be in a way 24-7 possibly yeah. <laughs> I've never been there but I, I hear it's a pretty intense town it's constantly yeah. running yeah. yeah I mean I've been there before but I was under 21 so I didn't see like everything yeah but obviously it's very full-on yeah something must yeah. have influenced you you know from that <laughs> visit <laughs> to leave a bit of an impression for you to maybe go back and, and work in Vegas in the hospitality sector. I was just thinking, yeah. like, um, if I were going to work in that area and industry, mm. might as well go to the most intense one. Mm, yeah, right. challenge myself and, you know, I can always back down yeah. and find somewhere um, where I find more comfortable, but I want to try and aim for the most intense one. Especially first. when you are got so much energy when you're younger. Mm. But you never know. You could be one of those people who, you, you, I don't know. But I know a lot of older people, mature people in there. Once they've retired, yeah. and they have so much energy, they can ride bikes for yes. for hundreds of kilometers a day, mm. and they still got enough energy to uh, uh, do whatever they need to do. People who run marathons mm. at that age as well, and so many like yeah. elder ladies, like like ninety or a hundred, doing yeah. yoga and looking. Like, exceptional so yeah. still Lean. so graceful yes exactly yeah. so maybe you could end up being one of those ladies where it, there's no such thing as you know age with the amount I of hope energy so. <laughs> <laughs> just keep aiming high yeah. hopefully um but yeah i was also thinking like las mm. vegas will um <laughs> i mean oh, talking what? about plan b's too extreme but okay you know, um i thought it would be really cool if for example like imagine because i know you have mm -hmm. a keen interest in pole dancing <laughs> yes shazza the pole the polza <laughs> i like that polza yep <laughs> yeah i mean like um that doing your show name <laughs> shazza straight from down under <laughs> oh, i like that that's actually really nice well that's your plan b then yeah Alright, tell me more about your plan. <laughs> feel free to write that down. <laughs> Shazza the poser from down under. <laughs> uh, yeah, so tell me the thinking behind that. Yeah, so um, I mean it's still for fitness, but in mm. the beginning, um, hype started about like two or three years ago, mm. and I just thought it was really cool, and I love doing things that aren't too conventional mm. Mm. and I thought I might as well give it a try so I dragged one of my friends along with me and it's I was always like to take some carnage with you right yeah you better do this because <laughs> I don't want to do it alone um and then we fell in love with it um we're not at the same studio anymore but yeah. she's still doing it I um go to my 
post JJ as well, and it's um, really fun. Okay, and you've been yeah. doing it for how long now? About um, two or three years on and off. Though. Wow, okay, that's so, commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went uh, um, to study abroad for a while, yeah. and I had to like suspend that for a little bit, but yeah literally suspend that's great because on a pole you have to suspend mm. yourself sometimes right <laughs> yeah, yeah. so where i watch pole dancers and mm. I, well not from a uh, <laughs> i think it was where do you go to watch your pole dances <laughs> madam oh, chair no. <laughs> I have this friend which I have told you but I'll tell my listeners yeah <laughs> I have watched him on YouTube so you watch him <laughs> because he keeps telling everyone because he was the um, the world champion for pole dancing in the male category and so it was hard for us not to watch the video because it was very artistic in mm, fact that is exceptional though. yeah yeah it's really hard yeah that's mm. right and and so when i see these things um and also you know when people post up pictures of them doing pole dancing classes i'm like is it mostly in the core or is it in the legs that mm. do the most work in terms of doing the most work i think mm. different parts of your body have different functionalities okay so your arm is there to like pull yourself up and make sure that you can maneuver around the pole mm. Your core is like what will essentially get you to do the moves. Because okay. if you don't have enough core, you won't be able to hold the move. Okay. And then your legs, like, mostly there for grip. The grip. It looks yeah. really painful, like, when they're sliding down. I mean, obviously, you don't put any oil because you just, like, slide off it. Oh, no, you put chalk. Chalk. So, oh, yeah, wow. you got to make sure that it, like, sticks. It really sticks. So do you get, like, burns, like Chinese burns or something like that? Bruises all the time. Bruises all the time. Yeah. It doesn't get, like, I think the bruising starts getting a bit better. Okay. But I've talked to my instructors. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, there's a move called the Superman where you literally, um, are f- on the pole, yes. your, f- like, tummy is facing the ground and the pole is between your legs. Okay. That's what's keeping oh, your pole. So you, oh, and I'm wow. like, no, no, one hand is on the pole. One hand's on the pole. Yeah. Because right. otherwise you'd face you'd down. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Face plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one is super um, painful to get into because you've got to go upside down and then slide into it. Okay. There's no way you can just like uh, hop on. <laughs> yeah. And I was talking to an instructor mm. and I was like, it gets better, right? Doesn't get so painful. And she goes, nope. More pain? Yeah, and I was like, ah, great incentive for me to come to class next week, but yeah. So so what are some other um, moves that you have tried and are, you know, are very challenging, but you also Mm. enjoy doing? Um, I would say left leg hang is one Mm. of the most essential, like fundamental moves um, where you can maneuver into other tricks. Mm -hmm. Um, It's essentially... Um, like a pole. Yeah. And you... <laughs> Shaz is drawing me a picture, which no one else... But I'll try to describe it. It's a pole. Yep. And there's a... Oh, no. I can't draw. That is... Oh, no. So the leg is, like, wrapped around the pole. Yeah. One leg or both legs? So you kind of sit on the pole first. You okay. get yourself ready. Yeah. No, you do not. Okay. Sorry. That is a layback. Okay. <laughs> Let me start again. Okay. So you go upside down from the ground. Like onto the pole, so you just like, oh, okay, that's gonna be challenging. <laughs> oh, it's not too bad. Okay, like after you practice for a bit, it's actually easier than it seems. Okay, um, you go upside down and then you wrap your left leg 
around the pole. So your left, your, so your leg will be above. Yeah. So this is oh sorry, yeah. this is the pole. Yeah, and Which is, she's holding a beer now. <laughs> these are your legs. And look, this is Captain Bag, right? You can use him oh as an God, example. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so so you um go so, upside down and then you wrap your left leg. Yeah. and you let go of everything else. So you're so holding onto one leg. One leg just holding one you leg, up. and like you kind of dig your back into it so your back helps yeah. and it looks prettier oh, if your back is bent okay. but essentially it's just that one leg and like the inside of the knee as well so you're um, hanging upside down essentially yeah oh wow. only in with one leg as well one leg yeah wow so have you ever lost grip and just fell uh, I've lost grip, but not four. Okay. We usually like spot each other during class, okay. which is really good. Um, and also, like I, I'm always prepared to fall. So, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so fear of falling is yes. not one of I have the precaution already. I'm like, okay, this is what happens if I slip a little bit. Yeah. And you can always, um, if you're not too confident in the move, you can always leave um, two hands or one hand on okay. until you mastered it. It would take a lot of core muscles as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you have to arch back in a way. Yeah, and yeah. I think the most important thing about the core is getting upside down. You yeah. can't get upside down and, like, get the weight of your legs mm. over your head. Yeah. Unless you've developed enough core. Well, I only have a one-pack, and it's covered by a lot of uh, padding. <laughs> oh, no, me too. So I think we're on the same page here. You should come for a trial class. They're free. <laughs> I like this your... is not an ad. <laughs> this is not an ad. She's literally trying to pull me in as carnage as yeah, well. You should. I'll see if, Miss, I'll see if Captain Bagman is free that day as well. He's nodding. <laughs> yep. You're very Somebody persuasive. Somebody try to move. <laughs> <laughs> so that's plan B. Yes. Yes. I mean, it'd be great to push both plans together. Mm. Like, you know, um, twenty four seven. No, 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 no. If I was just like um, supervising yes. an area of the hotel or like any entertainment facility, and then like, for example, I'm just dreaming here. Like, my that's song comes up. That's awesome. And then like, I just told a my one of my staff off for doing something wrong and then i just like march over there and like do my show, do your show. <laughs> i would be like the ideal <laughs> and this is what floats your boat right <laughs> oh shadow have you have you ever tried any like um interesting hobbies interesting hobbies i tried um on the falling side of things, I've tried rock climbing. That's yeah. also a lot of strength. Yeah, it's a lot of strength, oh. which uh, mm. at the, back then I think I had some strength, but I couldn't. I think it was it was one of those, because these were on real rock. Oh, rock, yeah, rock face. my gosh, like bouldering. Yeah, yeah. But I've never not tried that serious, no, but not that serious. I've never tried that, though. Yeah, like but rocks. it's only a small one. So, it's, uh, I think it went as much as only 25 meters out in the nature. Um, and if you were to land, uh, there was somebody to spot you, and also it was sand, so it was like on the beach oh, when okay. we were doing it. And I think I just must have, um, you know, I couldn't grip one particular. Um, yeah. Rock face. Because <laughs> it, it was going to be a hard one where you had to sort of like dangle or you had to lean oh. back. Yeah, and I think oh my it was the first time I felt free fall and I screamed so loud. Like I've never had that feeling before oh, where so I felt like 
even though I had all the harness on, but I yeah. totally forgot that and I felt like I was really falling and I was going to fall to my death. And so that was such a scary feeling. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you have any like revelations? <laughs> revelations? Like during... uh, no, I was like, no, I'm going to do this Just... game. Oh, wow. <laughs> Because then I realized, oh, that's right, I'm on a rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. True. But that's so scary, like that moment yeah, when where falling. you think. Yeah. And there's no one there. You oh think that God. no one's there to hold you. Yeah. Um, I've done another one where skydiving, oh, but tandem that's... skydiving. So at least I knew with that there's always going to be somebody who's going to operate <laughs> the parachute. So it wasn't as scary. And it was a beautiful it was a beautiful sight, actually. Would you recommend it? I would definitely recommend it. It's always been on my bucket list. You but... should do it. Yes? You should do it. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but if you get the opportunity, definitely, because mm. um, I think it's, well, I consider it pretty safe mm. because, well, your life pretty much depends on the person on your back, really, uh, <laughs> for yep. tandem. Um, but, I mean, if you die, you die together. Yeah. Well, hopefully you won't die. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch that. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, do it at your own risk. It's <laughs> your decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's it's quite nice because I I enjoy flying, so I like looking at the view. Um, I enjoy flying. 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 Like a social butterfly. Enjoy flying. And yeah. the scariest part is actually when they open the door and they lean you uh, over oh. because you know obviously you're hooked down the bottom right, in front, so you're. <sighs> You know, you're not allowed to hold on to anything and you have to crisscross your arm here and so you can see right there no. yeah like how how far you have really come <laughs> and next thing you're like I'm jumping out of a perfectly fine airplane <laughs> yeah <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> but you don't really have time to think about that because the, the trainer um, yeah. instructor guy on your back would just go alright here we go one two three and he just even though you may have resistance I, I think I had resistance first time <laughs> he just went here we go madam chen and we just dropped out and and um and oh, just wow. start falling free falling wow yeah and so once you free fall there's the g-force so you can feel that for i think i think it's um several seconds but it felt longer where like your cheeks are flapping oh yeah 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 so, i've seen that in video <laughs> yeah it's not very attractive you feel well, like it looks really fun yeah, <laughs> you look like one of those um, pugs you know, pugs and they have the fat rolls yeah yeah, yeah. just like that and the ripples Aww. did you get a video um yeah i got a video the first time around yeah nice. um, second time i was a bit, bit braver uh and i said to him all right let's do something a bit fancy so he goes all right mm. i don't know what the technical word was but we went spiraling so <laughs> <laughs> to the point where he goes are you going to throw up I was like, no i'm fine so he just, so he just kept spiraling oh, wow. yeah oh that's really cool yeah Spiraling. Spiraling, just going around and around. I did feel a bit queasy, but I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, what are the, like, opportunities you're going to be able to do this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are plenty of opportunities, but uh, I think with these, you have to book ahead of time because usually it's subject to the weather. I think, like, time and also, like, even budget as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you'll do, like, every weekend. Uh, unless you do... want to do it professionally, I yeah, think yeah. But no, not me. Are you ever no. going to jump by yourself? Uh, I, I think I'll be too scared to do that. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I actually really want to go. Um, do it! What, yeah. what happened before was that uh, I really wanted to go, mm. and I was talking to my ex, and I was like let's go and um he he had this belief because he he's really short-sighted like almost like legally blind kind of like negative eight nine can he wear um contact lenses 
Yeah, okay. but like his glasses are like this thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like it's really intense, and he would always be like, if I do anything extreme or like at a certain speed, my eyes will pop out, and I was just like, what? what? <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, and then he would like search up random articles, and I was just like, you know what? Like, if you don't want to do it, then just don't do it. But <laughs> you don't yeah. have to give me these lame excuses. <laughs> mm, it was interesting though. Yeah, I feel like guys are more scared of um, heights sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Just maybe, maybe, hmm. maybe when they th- really think about it, they mm. realize, oh, this was just a bad idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There might yeah, be a whole, like, you know... Or maybe it's just the guys I know. <laughs> <laughs> and whereas you're completely the opposite. You yeah. want to jump off airplane. And all the girls I know, like, we <laughs> love rides and everything, and the guys are just like, oh, you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they can shoot too, too much estrogen. I need new friends. <laughs> or that, you, you get some new friends. <laughs> Madam Chen. Yes, yes, Shazza. <laughs> I was going to ask, yes. um, like, are you doing your current dream? job or i think i am doing my current dream job i've always enjoyed talking people have placed bets on me not to speak for an hour Mm, and i've never gone through with that and i probably can't (laughs) reach that one hour Mm. i i enjoy talking to people yeah and i I think think doing yeah and I like meeting new people and just learning from people what their interests are and learning new facts. Like with you today, learning about teaching and also pole dancing <laughs> and then the different moves and yeah, and chalk. I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of different things you use mm. as well for grip. Actually, um, we use not only like chalk. Um, mm. There's like a special. It's called dry hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds a bit. Sus. It's kind of like liquid chalk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also use, what is it, hairspray? Hairspray? Yeah, hairspray really, really sticks. Okay. It's really good. I get the worst bruises on those days, but they really, like, keep me on the pole. So do you guys have a selection of hairspray, like, from um, firm to extra strong? I actually don't know. I've never bought one myself. I usually borrow from my friends. Yeah, the hairspray. Yeah. I always forget to buy it, um, but it's usually like we have the standard one where it's like a blue mm-hmm. bottle, but I never check the brand and everything. <laughs> or, or the hold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also that, and some people find shaving cream really helps. Shaving cream? Interesting. But I thought shaving cream would be sort of more on the oily side, right? I don't know. I never personally tried because I was a bit skeptical, but yeah. I've seen girls use it. And it works. Wax? Do they use wax? Wouldn't that no help with hole? Sorry, I just oh, right. it was a very. Did <laughs> you try wax next time? Uh, hmm. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, because that holds things. Yeah. I'll let you know. Okay. Still some wax. In <laughs> My instructor's like, "What are you doing?" Just testing the grip. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually quite interesting. Yeah. I might try that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm doing something like this. Um, mm. But as a child, I've always wanted to be an astronaut. But oh. it's one of those, you know, in, impractical dreams because as a child, you, you see something and you get influenced by it. Mm. Yeah, mm. but I still have a fascination of space, so anything to do with uh, flying or aviation. Yeah. Um, so there's still... Higher ground. Higher ground, <laughs> yeah. So uh, vertigo, mm, I don't think I have a bit of that, but... Mm. Yeah, that's, oh, but I don't know where that's going to lead to one day. <laughs> You'll always space. find a way. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you have like a more? So that was like um um kind of more a dream kind of goal. Mm. Did you have a plan more... B? <laughs> <laughs> did you have a plan B? <laughs> I guess, like, as a child, did you have the concept of a plan B? I think as a child, I didn't really have the concept of a plan B. It was always um, wanting to be an astronaut. Um, and then, I guess, uh, you know, family expectations. Mm. Coming from a Chinese heritage, everyone expects you to become a doctor. Oh, so did your yeah, parents, parents also have yeah. the same? Yeah, so oh. they always wanted me to become a doctor and so that somehow mm. got into the back of my head and obviously start pursuing subjects and um, oh, a did lot. you get into it? Uh, I actually got offered a scholarship uh, in year 12 uh, to do medicine <laughs> and being the rebel that I am, I told my mother it's not going to happen. I know you are I'm... the bravest woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I try to explain to her I just can't deal with blood. The sight of blood and I faint. I see blood, I oh. faint. Oh, I start, I, I start feeling queasy. <laughs> no, please don't. Stop. No, 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 no. I'm not that great with blood either. Yeah, so. yeah. So like even mm. when I uh, I remember getting in an injection one time. I think it's for tetanus or something, mm-hmm. and I fainted. <laughs> happen still when you get vaccinations oh, well, or anything? it doesn't happen anymore but I, I turn away so I, I so I try not to expect it so I, mm. yeah so I, I don't act like a, an adult when I have needles because mm. I just can't um, watch the needle going in um, yeah and oh and also fainted from another experience giving blood yeah blood oh. donation so I was trying to do something good, Aww. but the next thing I know, um, the the facilitators they had to kick the uh, chair. There's a there's a p- uh, pedal down the bottom, so they kick the pedal down, and then your your the, the whole chair slides the other way, so your head moves down. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. So the blood rushes back to yeah. your head because I think I was about to faint again. Oh. <laughs> So I tend to faint when I see blood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah so, understood. Yeah, so, so I remember that moment because the whole time when they pricked me and started, you know, taking all the blood out, I actually didn't watch anything mm. and I didn't see the bag of blood being drawn out. Mm. It was, but I thought, okay, I'm actually doing pretty well. You know, I haven't fainted yet. It was when I turned to look at it and then... Oh, no. Yeah, and then the sheer shock of my blood in this... And you processed it. Yeah, like... in the plastic sleeve. And that's when I think I think they said, I went, my friend says, you just went white. <laughs> And they see you know they had to push the uh, chair down for you. Oh no! I've thought about like donating blood as well, but I've never had the courage to because I yeah. like not so serious. I've never fainted, but yeah. I also have a fear of needles. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. I think they say giving plasma is a it's a better experience because I think your blood flows back in, but they take out the essential, which is the plasma. Ah. Yeah. So that's an option. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just yeah. proud to have done a blood test for the first time in <laughs> my life before. And then I was like, oh my gosh, you guys took so much blood from me. And I saw it was like two little tubes. And yeah. I was like, how did that take so long? I thought all my blood was gone. It's like you're drawing all my, all my nutrients. Oh my God. Yeah. So no, um, being a doctor is definitely not. Um, you had the talents. Um, but yeah, had not the talents. Yeah. Mm. When it came to practicality, yeah, it was just not going to happen. And I think she finally realized that. <laughs> you have a very understanding mother. Uh, no, it took her a while. <laughs> yeah. She still made me go and do um, like medical science, which oh. meant after the three years, <clears throat> you can apply to do me- the medicine course. Mm. So she still pushed me. <laughs> oh. I know, but I felt back again. 
Yeah, it came round in the end. She came round. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. I feel like a lot of Asian parents are like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I guess back in the Asian countries, being a doctor is a respectful um, yeah. occupation. And you earn a lot of money. That's right. But these days, like, tradies, they earn a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. They actually do. Yeah, and, and also with in IT, mm. you earn a lot of money. So, you know, we're, we're living in, a, in an age where time is shortened so every, you know before when everyone said oh you're just going to have one career for the rest of your life yeah. and being a doctor it will be the most stable and highest earning now yeah. it's like you could jump from one career to another mm. and then next thing you know you know in 10 years times you and i could be jumping to another career because that's going to earn more money yeah yeah so things are happening a lot faster that is true and mm. um i remember like the whole reason why my parents didn't push me as much mm. um I don't know if it's got to do with me being a girl, but they were like, you know, like you can, you should like have an easier life as in like, they didn't want to push me too hard into um, like a certain area. Okay. Yeah. So they kind of like looked at where my interests were. My dad was like, you know, if you're interested in like languages or whatever, I suggest you take management just so you can get a job in the future. But you know, you can study whatever you like, mm. which is really nice. But what he talked to me about afterwards was really interesting. He said like experts, like in one field in this world, isn't enough to make you stand mm. out. It's mm. when you're like good at, um, to like seemingly irrelevant industries or um, professions and you can mm. bring together to build a bridge mm -hmm. um that's like when it's more highly regarded mm -hmm. so i think it's kind of more like the communication these days yeah that's it's very yeah important. playing a bigger role than before that's right yeah these days it's almost like you have to be a well-rounded person mm. i mean it you know back in the day you, you have to be uh you know you have to go down a niche stream mm. or be very technical mm. uh where they value your skills uh, but now it's like pe people have to have a number of skill sets yeah to 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 be of you know more value yeah, and especially like when you're going for an interview, everyone mm. is a salesperson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With more competition, I guess. Oh my god. You have yeah. to sell yourself. Oh, it's so hard finding a job. <laughs> oh god. Well, I hope plan A and B works out. <laughs> yes. When and if and how you're gonna get to Las Vegas? <laughs> have you figured that out? Uh, the roadmap is like um apply okay i've looked at um i think it's going to be a lot cheaper than to do for example like a master's degree mm. um over there and if there is placement then at least um there's guarantee that i'll be able to have some on-site experience mm. and like i don't know prove myself in this competitive world yes. before i have to like get deported back to australia or deported. something <laughs> I need to find someone to like sponsor me um, to be able to work there. But um, there's always the uh, option of applying for uh, a big American company here mm. in the hospitality industry and get transfers. Because I do know that the Marriott Hotel, uh, if, if you find jobs through there, there's the mm. opportunity of working for all their resorts around the world. That's true. Yeah, and there's obviously not a lot of other brand names that you could look into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like um, after I actually get some mm. uh, experience mm. uh, and studies, and if it doesn't work out, yeah. like trying to find a job there, then I'll come back and yeah. figure it out. Do it that way. The good thing about um, like hotel management or whatever mm. is that it's applicable everywhere in the world. Yes. Yeah, and English is so important. 
That's right. I'm like very grateful that I've been brought to an English-speaking country. Having, you know, being bilingual, having Chinese is also very helpful because there's a lot yeah. of Chinese tourists going everywhere around the world now, mm-hmm. and you know they're more than willing to try more adventurous countries as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find yeah. I think maybe because I look very nice, like all the Asian aunties come up to me and ask for directions. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're very personable. <laughs> Don't look harmful. (laughs) I think that's a positive. Yeah, that's true. That's That's a B plus. Mm -hmm. Positive. (laughs) Plan B. Um, So there's another thing I want to ask you. What is it that you don't want to do? Should should everything, all the plan Bs fail? What is there something, are there there any boundaries that you don't want to go to? Yeah. Any boundaries that you really, really want to avoid? Okay, like as much as I've joked about them being, I think I wouldn't actually, um, like, I wouldn't mind performing shows. Like a cabaret kind of show? Like very, very, it has to be seen as a professional show. Yes. Yes. Anything that's not that, I don't think I would do. Okay. Yeah. Artistic Mm. as opposed to. Yes. Yes. Um. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess like on a not very hard kind mm. of bottom line mm. is I don't think I want to um, do like accounting or something. <laughs> you are <laughs> true Asian then. <laughs> I don't think I can uh, do that. Like or sitting around analyzing numbers all day. I don't think. Like, I feel like I might be able to do it for a day. <laughs> but like, not for the rest of your life. I know. It's such a scary thought. <laughs> or a bookkeeper, because I think bookkeepers also, yeah, tackle more the day-to-day tasks, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, like, the best thing about organising something is that you get to talk to people and yes. negotiate and, like, um, or gain more information and... I think, like, from you talking to yeah. people, also learning about everyone, it's Yeah, really and learning exciting. about new things, new topics, things yeah. that I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. So um, anything that requires me to not talk to people, I think I will Probably, yeah. have a very hard time. That's right. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you wouldn't do? Apart from yes. medicine. <laughs> anything to do with blood I don't think I can cope okay. um, I also would not want to be an accountant either um, I, I also need to be with people I enjoy talking to people um, event management is something that I used to do um, but not so anymore because I, I think I'm just because I've done it so many times it's just gone to the point where you know, I know the bigger picture, the strategy side, how to get things going. Oh. Um, yeah, but when it comes to the actual practicalities of doing it, I'm just like, nah, let's give it to somebody who actually wants to you mm. know, learn how to do something. Um, what else wouldn't I do? Um, I would not like to end up sitting in front of a TV and just become a vegetable. Mm. That's 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 something I don't want to do. And <laughs> I think it's happy hour time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yes, so uh, yeah, so that I agree with. Mm, yes, yeah, always being productive member of society. Would mm, be, always working yeah. towards something. That's right, contributing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and meeting people. I love meeting people. Yes. <laughs> and have you figured out uh, 
Do you know which charity you're going to donate to? Yes, I already put my um, request in. Yes. So RSPCA, because I love animals, mm-hmm. and also, you know, Captain Bagrat, he's an awesome kangaroo, so I've got to support him. Yeah. Uh, and um, oh, Eden Monero Cancer, Cancer Council. Yeah, mm. so nice. I, I think, yeah, those two. What about you? Mm. Um, I was thinking something one animal related and yes. one children related. Ah, I haven't figured out specifically which ones. I'm yes. going to do a bit of research, but those are the two areas. Yeah, very yeah. similar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you should come and try pole dancing. Here, Shazza, go to game. No, because it's going to be Shazza the poser with poser. Madam Chan. <laughs> the <laughs> Madam Chan the. <laughs> Just Madam Chan. Let's just stop yeah. that. <laughs> no, Madam Chan and her Shazza, the poser from Down Under. Yes, it's gonna be our double show. It's gonna be a dynamic duo. We're gonna be like Chicago, but um, but way better. Yes. <laughs> and then and while we're doing it, we can do a podcast while we're hanging up upside down. Mm. Or we can play a podcast whilst we're dancing. That's true. Mm. And then I'll invite uh, Duncan, the international <laughs> the international male <laughs> pole dancer oh as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Oh. I think I'll wrap it up. <laughs> so thank you so much for your time, Shazza. It has been a pleasure learning about your dreams and your plan Bs and also learning your, your boundaries as well. And I hope you get to reach your dreams and plan B both at the same time. Yeah. Thank you. It's been an honor. Oh, yeah. I'll stop it. <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot about you too. <laughs> we can continue at uh, yes, uh, at happy hour right yeah, now. That's all. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid. <laughs>